G'day, humans. What's good? We're Chris Funder here with Freddy's Alex for another edition of Wrestling Unstall. Alex, how are you, friend? Hey, y'all. I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, another month, another watch along. Uh, your choice this month. Uh, care to explain what you've chosen and why? Uh, the why is I saw this match shared on Twitter recently and it blew my mind that this happened. Then I watched it and what happened blew my mind even further. But this is from September 2001. It is on YouTube. We might, um, I don't know, share a link when this gets uploaded. Um, it is titled as Scott Hall versus Japanese Young Boy. But it is Scott Hall versus Hiroshi Tanahashi from September 2001. Wow. Yeah, it's a sort of a, a hidden gem match, I guess. Um, <laughs> so 2001, Tanahashi is what just starting out. Scott Hall hasn't gone to WWF at this point? No. Um, he is on that... Actually, no, he isn't even on that Goldberg-Hogan thing where he gets to sit out and get paid by a Turner um, because he got fired by WCW in 2000. So, yeah, I think he's just doing some Japanese dates. In 2000, I think, he ha had a couple of sporadic appearances at ECW... He's sort of just floating all, all over the place. So this is about five, four or five months before he debuts, uh, returns to the WWF at No Way Out 2002. Oh. Is that when uh, Vince brings out the New World Order? Yeah, when he injects it with poison. Yeah, and... Uh... Who knew that what the New World Order really needed was Shawn Michaels? I, I think that's a stroke of genius booking. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, th I think a true booking genius is the sort of person that would put that together. <laughs> yeah, well, we saw Vince McMahon put that together and look how well it turned out. <laughs> The New uh, World Order featuring Shawn Michaels and Booker T. Oh, man, that drove me nuts. Wasn't Ric Flair in there at one point as well? Uh, he was like an ally, but he wasn't officially a part of it. <laughs> so weird and so wrong. Yeah. Um, now, I suppose, have you watched much? Um, what promotion is this from? Do you know? This is New Japan, I believe. Wow, so have you watched much New Japan of this era? Just the odd match here and there, but I haven't watched any full shows or anything like that. Yep, uh, that's fair enough. Um, should we get into it then? Let's Let's watch along, guys. Oh, so starting in five... Four, three, two, one, play. So, see Scott Hall walking in. This is full razor-looking Scott Hall. 
Yeah, he's coming out to the Fugees, ready or not. Uh, such a good song for him. Truth be told, I was going to have is him that, come out to that song. Is that revenge. our Carter as Young Lion there? Nah, it can't be. It's a bit too early for a Carter, I think. Maybe. I don't know. It's got the toothpick. Oh, this is SXW. Whatever that is. There's Tanahashi. What is an SXW? I have no idea, but it's one for 30 minute time limit. Go hall. Oh, 195 centimetre, 120 kilo, taking on. Oh, he's got click on the back of his tights. Yeah. Tanahashi, 181 centimetre, 107 kilome- uh, kilograms. All right, so SXW yeah. is a show that New Japan used to run. Oh, so like a, an affiliate show. Yes, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it who? was the name of their TV taping at the time. Oh, okay. And yes, I think this is Corican Hall. I poke by Hall to... <laughs> this is this is like real like holders has a lot of fun in the ring sort of era <laughs> teasing the lock up no nope. lock up got wrist control Paul does oh man uh, I wanna ooh ooh <laughs> Big like look back pretty. body, <laughs> big bag back body drop or something. Oh yeah, the big face wash there from Hall, pulling the hair a bit. Come on, ref. Oh man, that it does not compute to me that that is Hiroshi Tanahashi. By the way, <laughs> seeing him in like red trunks and red knee pads, like it's so strange. Yeah, it's uh, very early on. Yeah. He almost looks like Naito. <laughs> That's a good comparison, yeah. It almost <laughs> does look like a young Naito. Because that's who Naito was sort of aligned with when he was his um, Stardust Genius character. Yeah, well, that makes sense then. Yeah. Oh, fall away slam from Scott Hall. You know it's almost over at this point. As he used to call it, uh, the sack of shit. Because <laughs> he'd, he'd throw you like a sack of shit. He didn't care how you landed. <laughs> oh, got a stretch applied here. Good old abdominal stretch. It's been a while. Oh, he grabs the leg as well. Beautiful. Oh, pulls the hair. Come on, ref. Oh, what's he doing here? Little um, modified STF sort of thing here. Yeah, Scott Hall busting out some moves I've never seen him do before. Not sort of the Scott Hall I envisioned of this era. <laughs> no, no. Um, the Scott Hall from this era, you sort of 
envision as someone that oh, that doesn't work for me, man. <laughs> Puts Tana up on the top rope. Scott Hall hasn't up. taken a bump yet, so here's his first bump. <laughs> Big sort of fall away slam off the top rope. Yeah, like a back suplex sort of thing. Yeah, but he yeah. just sort of fell. He didn't really put any effort into the suplex. <laughs> oh, he's calling for it. It's outsider's edge time, I think. Oh, man, he's just dominated Tadahashi. This is so funny in hindsight. Oh, man. Yeah, he goes for the edge. He's got him up. Still, like, one of the coolest moves. Yeah. That's it. It's all over. Have you watched no. this before? No, no. A lot of these I'm watching for the first time. Ah, good. So Hall's grabbing a mic here. Not pinning Tanahashi yet. Uh, we'll be quiet here. Oh, roll up. Roll up by Tanahashi. <laughs> that is what I was really wanting you to say. <laughs> Who's that young one with, uh, with like the bright yellow hair? Oh, that's the end of that. I have no idea who that was, but yeah, man. Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> no, it just sort of uh, ends abruptly there as the referee walks outside to raise Tanahashi's hand. Scott, Scott Hall doing the favours for Japanese young boy, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I thought, okay, this will just sort of be all over. Uh, you know, um, what's his name? Hall's going to get the win here. Tanahashi being the young line's not really going to do a lot. But, um, yeah, once it got to the end there, I, I did not expect that. That was a really <laughs> fun uh, little watch-along. Yeah, I, th- I thought you would enjoy that. I, s- I did send it to you a couple of months ago. Thank God you didn't watch it. Um, because, yeah, we got to watch it here on this, and I got to hear your reaction. Um, a little roll-up is hot. Hall's calling out Keiji Muto. The first time I watched it, I was like, what? What? In 2001? They, they still have to put Tanner over. Um, but Scott Hall, what sort of gets forgotten is how willing this dude was to just put over young wrestlers. Um, if he liked it, that is. So there's a famous story about Scott Hall having a match on Nitro against Chris Jericho, and Eric Bischoff's like, yeah, just get in there, beat him, and cut a promo on Larry Zabisco for your upcoming feud. Scott Hall says to Eric, 
what? Why does it have to be Chris Jericho? He's like one of the young guys. Like this does nothing for him. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll build him up after that. Scott all says that's not going to work for me. And without telling Eric Bischoff, as they get in the ring, Scott Hall says, pin me. <laughs> and Jericho pins Scott Hall, and Scott Hall got in a lot of trouble backstage because he refused to beat Chris Jericho. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose he's always sort of had that mentality then, now that you mentioned that. Yeah, like... Helping the future. Yeah, Sean Waltman, man. If it was Scott Hall putting him over, like, changed Sean Waltman's career, made him a star. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I didn't even think of going back to Razor as well. Yeah, yeah, there's always been little instances of that where Scott Hall's more than happy to just put someone over and he's always said hey, man, I'm good enough to lose and still get over. Yeah, well, yeah. it shows, shows how good he really is. He should have taught that to a couple of his buddies in the NWO. That would have been great. A couple of his <laughs> buddies in the clique, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sean, Hunter, Nash. Kevin, yeah. Yeah, or oh, if you go to the NWO, Hogan, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, DX, I think most of them worked well with others. The Outlaws, you can go back and look at their time, uh, and they had really good feuds with a number of people. Yeah, definitely. X-Puck, obviously, always willing to put people over. Kane, with Kane. Yeah. With Albert. <laughs> with Albert and Justin Credible. Yeah. I never yeah. want you this much in my life. How the song goes. Hey, yo, you're dealing with the X Factor. That, uh, yeah, anyway. How'd he get his own stable? <laughs> I think, like, there is a good theory to it of, like, oh, this guy that's been in all these factions, like, an unofficial faction in the clique is the young guy. You know, an underneath guy in the NWO was kind of underneath guy in DX. All right, let's do a thing where he has he finally has his own group, but they kind of suck. There's kind of a story you could tell there because you could be like, see, you're not meant to be a leader and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, he can overcome that. But nah, nah, they just sort of instantly gave up on him. <laughs> But they could have gave him a couple of cooler dudes to be in there with him. Yeah. A couple of more over guys anyway. Yeah. Um, I suppose. Uh, so this is September. Do you know roughly Tanahashi's timeline in New Japan? Yeah, I think that this is during his sort of... <sighs> Uh, sort of graduated from the young boy system and is now sort of about to go on excursion, I think. Oh. So, hence why he's not just in the plain black trunks. Yeah. 
that makes sense too, I suppose. Um, what about Scott Hall? So he's, as you mentioned, um, just sort of floating around the world. Uh, WCW at this point's closed. ECW at this point's closed. Yeah. TNA and Ring of Honor don't start up for about another year. Um, and then he's in WWF uh, 2002. So does he spend a lot of time in New Japan? Yeah, he does. Um, so I'm looking at his cage match right now, and 2001 features a lot of matches in New Japan. Oh, wow. So um, there was a team called Team 2000, or a stable, I guess, where Scott Hall was a part of, involved, and it was also Satoshi Kojima. Uh, whoever Super J is, um, Scott Hall and Su- Super J defeated Manabu Nakanishi and Rob Rage. Who's that? Don't know. Oh, Robbie Rage from Chaos and Rage High Voltage in WCW. Gross. Um, yeah, also a part of that Team 2000 thing was Masachono. Um. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Hiroshi Tenzan. So they had a few in there. So I was doing a lot of stuff with them. Uh his whole Jap- Japan run sort of ends. Uh, when does that happen? About three weeks after the Tanahashi thing, where. Keiji Mudo defeats Scott Hall in a triple crown title match at NJPW G1 World 2001 Tag 11. Wow. So he's, he's had a lot of a lot of stuff there. Um, yeah, he did a fair bit. I'm trying to see if there's any other weird names that stand out from this era that he might have got involved with. So for... I- Tanahashi, at this point, he's a year away from debuting in the um the G1, where he oh, would right. pin Kensei Sasaki in under two minutes. Yeah, right. Uh, and about what a year and a half away from um his in real life, where he got stabbed by his um girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's full on that um, attack of um, Tanahashi. And that's so early on in his career that he comes back and just goes on to, like, be, yeah, the ace of New Japan. Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy Um, stuff. Uh, Scott Hall had, like, 20, 30 matches, maybe even more, in Japan in 2001. Yeah, it's just just weird for me to um think of him in that time like being over there yeah he's he uh got fired from wcw had a few matches in ecw and then by 2001 he's in japan and he's pretty much full on there until the end of september yeah um so I looked up Super J's the former 
Jeffrey Farmer, aka NWO Sting. Yes. Not the best fake Sting. No, no, uh, Heath Slater is definitely my favourite fake Sting. Why did they do that when they actually had Sting signed to the company at that time? Oh, there was another thing where they had Dolph Ziggler dressed up as Sting at one point because Sting couldn't make it to TV. Wasn't uh, Dolph the um, the other voice? Oh, he was a voice. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so weird. Yeah, there was just a time where good old Steve couldn't make it to TV. Yeah. Anyway, um, I suppose that sort of wraps up today's uh, little look back. Uh, where can the good humans find you? You can find me at Fruity is Alex on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Style, and you can find Chris at... at I am Chris Funder. As well, you can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, using the RSS feed found in the show notes for your podcast of choice, including Apple or the weekly wrestling wrap available Wednesdays on YouTube. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I had nothing. I got nothing. I was hoping you would help me out. <laughs> nah.